Welcome back to another episode of Unsportsmanlike Contact. This is our fifth episode, and today we are going to be talking a little bit of soccer or football for you non-Americans, and we're going to kick it off in the Champions League. And I'm going to run through the group results, and then I'll hand it over to Pat, who will have the round of 16 scores for us. So in Group A, the drawings were Man City, PSG, Red Bull Leipzig, and Club Bruges. Uh, Man City topped the group with 12 points. They won four of their six games, losing the other two with a goal difference of eight. PSG right behind them with three wins, two draws, and a loss. They had 11 points, and they both advanced to the round of 16. And then Leipzig got the Europa League third-place spot with seven points. They won two games, drew one, and lost three. And then Club Bruges, they only won one, drew one, and lost four, and ended their group stage with four points to trail out of Group A. In Group B, you had Liverpool, Atletico Madrid, FC Porto, and AC Milan. A little bit of a stacked group, if I do say so myself. Liverpool came out of the group undefeated, a full 6-0-0. They finished with 18 points and a goal difference of 11. Atletico Madrid had two wins, one draw, three losses, with a negative one goal difference and seven points to their name. FC Porto, they only won one but they had one more draw than AC Milan with two draws and got the third place Europa spot at five points in AC Milan. As I stated, had one less draw and another loss and ended their Champions League run with only four points to their name in the Group B. In Group C, you had Ajax, Sporting, Borussia Dortmund, and Besiktas. Ajax came out unscathed, just like Liverpool, a full 6-0-0. 18 points to their name. Uh, Sporting and Dortmund, both level on points, but Sporting came out with a better goal difference of 2 and Dor- than Dortmund's minus 1. And Besiktas didn't win a single game, and they would be bounced with 6 losses and a goal difference of negative 16. In Group D, you had the likes of Real Madrid, Inter Milan, Sheriff, and Shakhtar Donetsk. Real Madrid retopped the group with five wins, one loss to their name. 15 points, uh, 11 goal difference. Inter would be second, as you would suspect, with 10 points, three wins, one draw, and two losses. Sheriff, surprisingly, uh, pulled the third place spot and won two, drew one, and lost three. They ended their group stage with seven points. And Shakhtar, bottom of the table, no wins, two draws, four losses, only two points to their name. Uh, group E, the Battle of the Bees, as I've been calling this group, of Bayern, Benfica, Barcelona, and Dynamo Kiev. Only one without the B is Dynamo Kiev. Uh, Bayern undefeated, just like Ajax and Liverpool. Six wins, no draws, no losses, 18 points to their name. Benfica, two wins, two draws, two losses, eight points to their name, and Barcelona finished with a disappointing seven points with two wins, one draw, and three losses. Dynamo Kiev only drew one of their six games, lost the other five, ended with one point. In Group F, you had Manchester United draw with Villarreal, Atalanta, and Young Boys. Uh, Manchester United would win the group with 11 points, 3 wins, 2 draws, and a loss. Villarreal was nipping at their heels the whole way. 3 wins, 1 draw, 2 losses. They both ended with a goal difference of 3. Atalanta finished with 1 win, 3 draws, 
two losses, excuse me, and six points, young boys, on their heels with a win, two draws, three losses, and five points to their name. Two more groups to go, as I'm just kind of rattling them off here. Group G was Lille, Red Bull, Salzburg, Sevilla, and Wolfsburg. Lille would win the group with 11 points, uh, three wins, two draws, one loss. Salzburg, three wins, one draw, two losses, 10 points to their name. Sevilla, one win, three draws, two losses. Uh, even goal difference at six points would earn them that crucial Europa League spot. And then Group H, very top-heavy with Juventus, Chelsea, Zenit, and Malmo. Juventus would win the group with 15 points, 5 wins, 1 loss. Chelsea, 4 wins, 1 draw, 1 loss. And Zenit would pick up that third-place spot with 1 win, 2 draws, 3 losses, and 5 points. I'll send it over to Pat, who will give us some scores from the first leg of the round of 16 games. So if you want to take it away, Pat, go ahead and do so. So the first game, Manchester City um, took the win 5-0. Um, Riyad Mahrez first hit the first goal came from him in seventh minute. Bernardo Silva had a goal in the 17th minute and the 44th minute. Phil Foden scored in the 32nd minute. And Raheem Sterling, my brother's favorite player, by the way, Scored in the 58th minute. Um, the second game, this is probably the game of that day. Um, PSG and Real Madrid. Um, Mbappe scored at the very, very last end of the game with the 94th minute. Um, this was a very, very close, very, very good game. Um, FC Salzburg and Bayern tied at 1. Um, Chuck Wu, Chuck, excuse me on the name, Chuck Wu Buke Adamu scored in the 21st minute, and Kingsley Coman scored in the 90th minute. Um, and then you had Inter Milan and Liverpool, and Liverpool won 2-0. Roberto Firmino scored in the 75th minute, and Mohamed Salah in the 83rd minute. And then on Tuesday, February 22nd. You had Villarreal and Juventus. Um, Dani Perejal scored in the 86th minute. And then Dusan Vlahovic scored in the very first minute of the game, which is very, very impressive. And then both of our, one of our favorite teams, Chelsea, took on Lille. Um, Kai Havertz, my favorite player, scored in the 8th minute. And then... The U.S. native Christian Pulisic. My favorite player. Scored in the 63rd minute. Was this the game he hit the gritty? It is the game he hit the gritty. He scored it, ran off to the corner flag, sliding on his knees, and then stood back up and hit the gritty in the corner flag. Shout out Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. (laughs) You're starting a trend in all sports. And then yesterday, um, Benfisa and Ajax, um, they tied 2-2. Um, Sebastian Haller scored in the 26th minute, and Roman Yerim Chuck scored in the 72nd minute. And then just as a side note, that Hilaire goal was an own goal. Just throwing it in there. Yes. Um, Dusan Tadic scored in the 18th minute, and Sebastian Haller, 29th minute. 
Um, and then the very last game, um, Atletico Madrid and Manchester United. This is a 1-1 draw. You had Joao Felix scored in the 7th minute, and then Anthony Ilanga in the 80th minute. Yeah, so those were the scores, and uh, just talk to me as far as who's left. Who who do you who are you taking as your favorite uh, throughout this competition? Um, I mean, I'm gonna give you three names of team or f- yeah, three names of teams that I'm very very much looking out for. Um, Manchester United. Um, they. Barely, they were barely able to, to get the draw, but they did, 80th minute. Um, I know Manchester United fans are all, all had a um, sign of relief, or sigh of relief, I should say, um, after they scored. Uh, Manchester City, a 5-0 win is very impressive, so it'll be very interesting to see if they can take that momentum and run with it. And then the final team is Chelsea. Um, that 2-0 win was very, very nice. And plus, that was, it was nice to see Pulisic score again. Um, he's kind of been on a drought, uh, which is unfortunate. But we'll see if him specifically can continue the momentum in the next coming games. Um, but, yeah, what about you? What are your thoughts? Yeah, um, I'd agree on one of the Manchester teams. I really like how City is built. I mean, I feel like a lot of people are going to like how City's built. They're a very, 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 very solid team. Um, and to score five goals in Champions League, it doesn't really matter who you're playing when you put up the five goals. It's just very impressive overall. It's the top level of competition. Um, I think going forward, they're going to be a team that you're going to have to look out for. One team you didn't mention, I guess the next two teams that you didn't mention that I'm going to mention are PSG and Liverpool. Uh, PSG is just, you just fill it, they're just filled with stars. I think they've got a good amount of depth. I don't know if they're a team that I'm looking to fully win the competition this year, but maybe next year I would also, I would look at them more. Um, but I think they've got a team that's built for Champions League success. I they they've kind of dominated Liga over the past um, like decade or so. Um, so their big thing every year is the Champions League, whereas I feel like other teams there might focus on the league a little bit more. And then Liverpool, they've just been so dominant over the past couple years that they even um, won a Champions League in the past couple years. But uh, I just really like Mo Salah off the right, Firmino in the middle, and then you've got uh, Sadio Mane coming down the left. I just really like that attacking trio, and then their defense is so solid with Trent. And then you've got Virgil van Dijk, and then you've got Andrew Robertson at I just really like how that team is built and how they play together, and I think Jurgen Klopp's really got them playing the right way. So I think Liverpool, Man City, and PSG would be the three teams that I would look for. Uh, The next thing we'll be talking about, is there a dark horse out there that you would maybe look at? Like, not everybody would say that they might be a favorite, but you'd, like, point them out and be like, they've got a shot here. Oh, you want my take on it first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you go ahead and take it all away first. Um, the team that I'm going to take, um, that's, that's, that's very, uh, let's go, I'm going to go with Spoiler, nope, Inter. Um, they've looked pretty decent. I mean, they're only five points behind Real Madrid. I mean, they've got a 3-1-2 and two record, which isn't great in a goal difference of three, but I feel like they're collected enough and have a good enough team to where they can compete with 
teams like Real Madrid and, you know, Bayern and Man United. But also, I mean, soccer's a sport where you never know what's going to happen. I mean, so, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but Dortmund lost 4-2 to two to a team that was kind of bottom of the pack. Um, so, yeah, what about you? I think whoever comes out of the Benfica Ajax game is my dark horse. I just, I really like how Ajax are. They they always seem to have players get poached by the big the bigger teams that are in the top five leagues in Europe, but I always feel like they're, they always seem to bring in maybe not lesser known players, but at least the young Dutch players that not many of us have heard of, and they just seem to build a solid squad year in and year out. And then Benfica is kind of the same, only in Portugal. So I think either of those two teams could make a solid run at the Champions League title. Um, I don't think they're going to win it, but I think they could both make a good run. And then the last thing we'll cover as far as Champions League stuff goes is disappointments. And I think one team really stands out when you look at uh, the amount of talent that they have on their um, team, and that's AC Milan in Group B. They were knocked out. They only had four points to their name. Um, they only won one Champions League game, and they were bounced. Uh, I th- I just other teams you see who got knocked out in Club Bruges, Besiktas, Shakhtar, Dynamo Kiev, Young Boys, Wolfsburg, and Malmo, and you're just not really saying that they should do much in the Champions League. But AC Milan, I felt. They could have at least poached that third-place spot at the very least and gone into the Europa League and caused some damage, but they just didn't show that uh, this year. What about you, Pat? Who's Who was disappointing for you? Yeah, I'm going to have to say AC Milan also. Um, you know I'm a huge AC Milan fan, so to see them at the bottom of the pack was very, very disappointing. Um, but hopefully, if, hopefully just next time they'll be able to do a lot better. But, yeah, I mean, just... Very, very disappointing that that's how it had to end for them. The next thing we'll be looking into is the Europa League. Since some of the bottom teams in this competition are a little bit less known, I'm just going to run through the teams that had advanced into the round of 16. If there's a team that maybe should have gone into the next round, I'll probably mention them, but just a forewarning, I won't be going through all of the teams in this competition. In Group A, you had Lyon and Rangers advance. Lyon had a very impressive group stage. Five wins, one draw, 16 points. Really took this uh, this group away. And then Rangers, kind of an average showing for them, but they had two wins, two draws, two losses. As I said, very average. And they finished with eight points. In Group B, you had Monaco and Real Sociedad advance. Monaco, three wins, three draws, no losses, 12 points to their name. Goal difference of three. And Real Sociedad also advanced nine points, two wins, three draws, one loss, and nine points. One team I will mention in that group is PSV. They were very average. Um, Two wins, two draws, two losses, eight points to their name, one goal difference. Um, Made a push, didn't quite get there, but just worth mentioning that they were right in there. In Group C, you had Spartak Moscow and Napoli advanced, both ten points apiece. Uh, three wins, one draw, two losses. Um, Napoli had a goal difference of five. Spartak Moscow, a goal difference of one. That's what separated the two teams. And then Leicester is definitely the team that you had mentioned out of this group that didn't make it through. They finished in third. Again, very average, just like PSV. Two wins, two draws, two losses, a goal difference of one and eight points. Probably should have made it through, but they didn't. Um, 
we'll see how they rebound for next year if they do end up grabbing a European spot. In Group D, you had Eintracht Frankfurt and Olympiacos go through. Frankfurt, three wins, three draws, no losses, goal difference of four and 12 points to their name. Olympiacos, three wins, three losses, no draws, goal difference of one and nine points to their name. In Group E, you had Galatasaray and Lazio go through. Galatasaray finished top of the table with three wins, three draws, no losses, 12 points, and a goal difference of four. Lazio right behind them, two wins, three draws, one loss, nine points their name, also a goal difference of four. The team you'd mentioned here that didn't make it through was Marseille. They only won one of their games, drew four, and lost one, ended their group stage effort with seven points. In Group F, you had... I don't really know how to pronounce it, but I'm going to give it my best shot. Crevena Zvezda. I am sorry if you are a fan of Crevena Zvezda, but I I do not know how to properly say your club's name. Uh, they they finished top of the group with 11 points, three wins, two draws, one loss, and a goal difference of two. Right behind them was Braga out of Portugal with 10 points, 3 wins, 1 draw, and 2 losses. In Group G, Bayer Leverkusen and Real Betis went through. Bayer Leverkusen topped the group with 4 wins, 1 draw, 1 loss, and 13 points. Real Betis, 10 points their name, 3 wins, 1 draw, 2 losses. And the team you had mentioned that got eliminated here was Celtic. 3 wins, 3 draws, 9 points their name, negative 2 goal difference. Uh, you probably would expect a little bit more out of Celtic. In Group H, you had West Ham United and Dynamo Zagreb go through. West Ham finished their group with four wins, one draw, one loss, and 13 points. Dynamo Zagreb, three wins, one draw, two losses, and 10 points their name. I'll hand it over to Patrick, who will get some scores for us from the first knockout stage. And then just as a reminder, uh, some of these teams that he'll be going through came down through that third place spot in the Champions League. Howdy. <laughs> That's really how you're going to introduce yourself right there? Just howdy. Yeah, why not? Um, so the first game Thursday on Thursday, February 17th, was Sheriff and Braga. Um, Sheriff won 2-0. Um, Sebastian Phil had a goal on the 43rd minute off of a penalty kick. And then Adam Adama... Threor uh, scored a goal in the 82nd minute. Um, Barcelona and Napoli. Um, Barcelona scored from Ferran Torres in 59th minute off of a penalty kick. And then Pirate Piotr Zelensky scored in the 29th minute. Uh, one of the most disappointing games, um, Dortmund and Ra the Rangers. Uh, Dortmund fell and in upset, lost 4-2. to two. Um, Jude Bellingham, one of my favorite players, scored in the 51st minute. Rafael Guerrero scored in the 82nd minute. And then I'm just, I hate the Rangers so much, I'm not even going to mention them. No, no you, you should just go ahead and mention them. Just make sure they get their, their shout-out, their airtime. Okay, fine. Um, James Tavernier scored in the 38th minute off of a penalty kick. Alfredo... More, more lows scored in the 41st minute. John Lundstram scored in the 49th minute. And then Dan Axel Zagadow 
scored in the 54th minute. Own goal. Yeah, he did score an own goal. Very interesting. Yeah. 4-2 loss for Dortmund. Just thought I'd throw that out there for you. Sad. Sad boy hours. Nope. I don't, I'm fine with that. Um, next up was Bettis and Zenit. Um, probably said those wrong, but I don't really care. Um, Bettis scored. You, you got this. And won the game 3-2. to two. Guido Rodriguez scored in the 8th minute. William Jose scored in the 18th minute. And Andres Gordado scored in the 41st minute um, for Bettis. And then for Zenit, um, you had Artem Dazuba scored in the 25th minute. And Malcolm. Malcolm in the middle? No, not Malcolm in the middle. Scored in the 28th minute. <laughs> um, after that was Sevilla and... Zagreb. Um, Sevilla won that game. Ivan Rakitic scored in 13th minute off of a penalty kick. Lucas Ocampos scored in the 44th minute. And Anthony Martial scored in the 45th minute. Um, and then Mislav Orsic scored in the 41st minute for Zagreb. Um, FC Porto took the dub on Laziao. Um, for Antonio Martinez scored in twice, um, 37th minute and the 49th minute. And Mattia Zag- Zagani scored in the 23rd minute for Lazio. Atalanta, that's one of my favorite names just in all of soccer. Yeah, when I was younger, I always thought there were two Atlantas. There were not two Atlantas. There was an Atlanta United and there was Atalanta. I So I, I always just call them Atlanta because that's just what it looks like to me. Um so Atlanta beat Olympiacos two to one. Um, we saw Barat Dishamitsi. You got that. He's from Albania, so good luck oh, with the pronunciation. Shout out to Albania. We love you guys. <laughs> um, he scored in the 61st minute, and then two minutes later in the 63rd minute, and then Tequinko Sores scored in the 16th minute, but it wasn't enough because Atlanta came back. And one. Yeah, go Atlanta. Shout out Atlanta. <laughs> not not from Georgia though, the one in Italy. Um RB Leipzig and Sociedad. Um they had a two two draw. Um Christopher Nakunu Nakunku <laughs> scored in the thirtieth minute, and then Emil Frosberg scored in the eighty second minute off of a penalty kick. And then Robin Lay Normad scored in the eighth minute and Michael Ozar Ebal scored in the 64 minute and off of a penalty kick. And then the games today. There's actually been a lot of games that have already been played today. Yeah. Olympiacos and Atlanta played today. Um, and they won 3 0. So that was a 5 1 win for them off of aggregate. Good for them. Um, Porto beat Lazio. Or no, sorry. I take that back. It was a 2 2 draw today, but they move on off of a 4 3 aggregate. Um, Leipzig beat Sociedad. 3-1 today, so they won off of a 5-3 aggregate. And then Sevilla lost to Zagreb, Zagreb today, but they are advancing off of a 3-2 aggregate. And then we'll just I'll just mention the game's going on very, very quickly right now. Betis is currently tied with Zenit 0-0 in the 54th minute. Braga and Sheriff, Braga's up 2-0 in the 54th minute. Dortmund is up 2-1 on the Rangers in the 53rd minute, and Barcelona is up 3-1 on Napoli in the 54th minute. 
Nice. Way to go, Patrick. Uh, so, as far as who's remaining, I feel like the favorites have got to be Barcelona. Like, there are some other big names out there as far as clubs go in this competition. But I feel like Barcelona, if they don't win the Europa League, because I feel like Dortmund would be that second team that you'd think could do it. But currently they're losing 5-4 to Rangers on aggregate. So if they go out, I feel like this is all Barcelona's to lose. What are your thoughts on that take? Um, you are, I mean, I can agree with that, but one more name that I throw out there, um, Atalanta, uh, don't call me crazy, but they're up five, I mean, they they won 5-1 on aggregate, it depends on who they play next, but they very, very much have impressed me, um, so just shout out to, again, Atlanta, um, but on the takes of Barcelona and Dortmund, I mean, this is, this is, Bar- this is Barcelona's to lose. Um, if they just make mistakes and choke like if like they've done a lot before, then that's just gonna bite them in the butt. And if Dortmund can hang on, I mean it'll be six six aggregate. So I'm not sure how that would work out, but hopefully they can score again and just move on. Yeah, currently Dortmund sit in the 55th minute down five four on aggregate. Uh, Bellingham and Malin have scored goals today. Tavernier has scored the lone goal for Rangers today. Uh, as far as dark horses go, I feel like that's where I'd put uh, not. Maybe not Atlanta. I think they're like in that tier above. Mm -hmm. But I think Red Bull Leipzig is a team that I would look out for as far as a dark horse goes. They came out of the Champions League, and I feel like they've lost a couple of players since they've they've been really good, but I still think they're a team that you should probably not sleep on if you get drawn with them in the next round. So I think Red Bull Leipzig is a team that I'd look for as kind of a dark horse. What are your thoughts on dark horses? I agree 100%. Everything you just said. Cool. Uh, And then lastly, disappointments in this competition. I think it goes between a couple of teams for me. I think Celtic is one of those teams. I think Marseille is one of those teams. And then I think Leicester and PSV are probably the other two. I think the biggest one is probably Leicester. Normally, teams that come out of the Prem um, do pretty well in Europe. I mean, as far as the ones that made the Europa League, um, West Ham, they ended up topping their group. And no offense to West Ham, but I don't consider them a super big powerhouse out of the Prem. And they still ended up topping the group. Yes, they got a little bit of an easier draw since they didn't have to deal with a team of Napoli's caliber, but I still feel like Leicester is a team that is capable of at least taking that second place spot from a team like Spartak Moscow. I mean, I I just don't think that they had any excuse not to take it, and they dropped and got third. Uh, What are your thoughts as far as a disappointment in Europa League goes? I mean, I have to agree with Leicester. I mean, they've usually performed pretty middle of the pack, um, but yeah, just disappointing to see them not do as well as they could have. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much my take on it. Plus shout out to Celtic for being bad. Um, your disappointment to all Celtic fans, not the Boston Celtics, <laughs> the one in Scotland guys, come on now. So I'm sure the Boston Celtics are disappointed since their team is bad too. Hey, hey, they've been pumping, but that's not what we're here to talk about. But they've been pumping headed into the All-Star break. But again, that's not what we're here to talk about, guys. We talked about that last week. Go check us out on Spotify and listen to that episode. Like and just, yeah, watch our videos because 
they are very, very good. Yeah, because why not? The next thing we'll be covering are the top five European leagues. The first one we'll go to is the Premier League. Uh, I'll run through the table, and then Pat can run through some of the scores that happened this past weekend to week. They have kind of a weird schedule going on just because of the amount of cups that teams have played on, so they've had some reschedulings and whatnot. So he'll run through some of the scores. I'll run through the table just really quickly on the fly. Sitting atop the Premier League table is Manchester City. They've sat there for the majority of the league campaign. They have 20 wins, 3 draws, 3 losses, 63 points to their name. Liverpool have come storming back. At one point, City held a pretty sizable lead as far as their Prem standing goes. Liverpool is 17 wins, 6 draws, and 2 losses with 57 points to their name. Chelsea sit 3rd with 14 wins, 8 draws, 3 losses, and 50 points to their name. Those three teams have kind of got a good amount of separation to uh, the rest of the table. Manchester United are the fourth place team. Sit with 13 wins, 7 draws, 6 losses, and 46 points to their name. West Ham United, we kind of mentioned them in the Europa League talk, but they currently hold that Europa League spot that comes out of the Prem. The other one will be the FA Cup winner or the next place team if the FA Cup winner is in the top five. Uh, They sit in fifth with 12 wins, 6 draws, 8 losses, and 42 points to their name. Uh, Nipping right behind them is Arsenal, a team that is kind of recovering. They've had a little bit of a rough stretch in the past couple years. They have 13 wins, 3 draws, 7 losses, and 42 points. Again, tied with West Ham. In 7th is the Wolverhampton Wanderers. 12 wins, 4 draws, 8 losses, and 40 points to their name. In 8th is Tottenham. They have 12 wins, 3 draws, 8 losses, and 39 points to their name. And then a little bit of a separation. We're only going to cover the top 10 teams in each league as we go through these here. Uh, In 9th is Brighton & Hove Albion. They have 7 wins, 12 draws, 6 losses, and 33 points to their name. And sitting in 10th is Southampton with 7 wins, 11 draws, and 7 losses. Go ahead and take us through the scores, if you will, Pat. I'm just going to say one thing on the standings for Premier League real quick. Um, Shout out to my girlfriend. Um, She's a Man City fan, and she's been very, very happy with how they've been performing. Um, And then also, shout out to Southampton fans. Um, We'll be praying for you. But let me get into the scores. So from this past weekend on Saturday, February 19th, West Ham and Newcastle had a 1-1 draw. Um, Craig Dawson in the 32nd minute scored for West Hampton. And then for Newcastle, Joe Willock scored in the 45th minute. Arsenal and Brett Brentford. Yes. Um, Emil Smith-Rowe scored in the 48th minute for Arsenal. And then Bukayo Saka in the 79th minute. And then Christian Norgard in the 90th minute. Uh, he scored the long goal for Brentford. Aston Villa and Watford played each other um, and Watford came out with the win a 1-0 win um, Emmanuel Dennis scored in the 78th minute so just that was a very good defensive game back and forth but unfortunately they just choked and Watford took advantage Burnley and Brigton um, they Burnley took the 3-0 win uh, Wout Weghorst 
scored in the 21st minute. Josh Brownhill in the 40th minute and Aaron Lennon in the 69th minute. Aaron Lennon's still playing soccer? I guess so. <laughs> He's been in the Prem forever. I remember his time in Everton. Uh, after that, we got Crystal Palace and Chelsea, and Chelsea took the win. Hakeem Zayic scored in the 89th minute. Um, I can see you're celebrating, so... Oh, yeah. I know I'm happy, but I think you're a little bit more happy than I am. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'm I a big Chelsea fan, if you couldn't tell. I mean, I'm a big Chelsea fan, too, but AC Milan's my top. Nope, Chelsea's my top. Go, go, go Blues. Anyways... Um, next up, we have Liverpool and Norwich. This is only a 3-1 victory um, for Liverpool. I know they expect to win by more, so Liverpool, you are bad. Hey, a win's a win. Sadio Main scored in the 64th minute. Mohamed Salah in the 67th minute. And Luis Diaz in the 81st minute. And then Mylot Rush- Rashica in the 48th minute for Norwich. And they lost, so... Haha. Uh, Southampton and Everton took each other on, and Southampton took the 2 0 win. Uh, Stuart Armstrong, what a name, uh, scored in the 52nd minute, and Shane Long in the 84th. And then the last from February 19th, which was Saturday, Tottenham Hotspur took the 3 2 win over Manchester City. Um, Dejan Kulasevsky scored in the very only four minutes in that's when he scored his goal and then the one and only harry kane scored in the 59th minute and the 90th minute um ik good good ogon scored in the 33rd minute and riot mares in the 90th minute off of a penalty kick uh and then on sunday we have leeds and manchester united manchester united as expected took the 4-2 win um, Harry Maguire scored in the 34th minute. Bruno Fernandez in the 45th minute. You had Fred in the 70th minute. And Anthony Elanga in the 80th minute. And then Rodrigo in the 53rd. And Rafina in the 54th. I'm just going to say one thing before I keep on this game. I watched this game and they were up 2-0 at half. And then when they scored back-to-back goals within a span of one minute, I turned the little game off because I thought they were going to lose. But... So I'm happy to say that they won. Uh, if United lost, it just would have been the most United thing ever, though. I'm just throwing that out there. That is very true. But anyways, the Wolves. I love that name. Ow, ow, ow! Uh, they took the 2-1 win over Leicester. Sorry, Leicester. Um, Ruben Niv- Nives scored in the ninth minute, and Daniel Potence in the 66th minute for the Wolves. And then Adamola Lookman. That's a very cool name, too. Scored in the 41st minute. And then yesterday, um, Burnley took down Tottenham, one of the biggest upsets in all of soccer, um, in a 1-0 or a 1-0 um, defeat. And Ben Mee scored in the 71st minute. It's me. I feel very bad for Tottenham fans. Um, that's embarrassing and disappointing, so suck an egg. Yeah, well, they've been disappointing and embarrassing the last two years, so they deserve uh, it. Yes. Next up is Crystal Palace. They took the 4-1 win over Watford. You had Jean Felipe Matera um, scored in the 15th minute. Connor Gallagher in the 42nd. And Wilfred Zaha in the 85th and 90th minute. Fun fact, Connor Gallagher is on loan from Chelsea. 
Very, very nice. Yeah. And then you have Musa Sissoko. Uh, he scored in the 18th minute for Watford, but it doesn't really matter because they lost. And then Liverpool took down Leeds 6-0. to zero. You had Mohamed Salah scored off of a 15-minute penalty kick and then a 35-minute penalty kick. Joao Matip, who scored... You're struggling over there, Pat. I am struggling over here. My computer just turned off on me. Just as a quick uh, side note, Rangers just scored their third goal of the second leg to make it 3-2 in favor of them in the 66th minute. If we take a look at what that means for Dortmund, that would mean they would have to score in the next 44 minutes. Three goals to tie, four goals to win. Good luck, Borussia Dortmund. You got okay, I got my computer back to where it was supposed to be. You've Let me got, continue. You, okay, you got that. Jerome Matip scored in the 30th minute. Sadio Maine in the 80th and 90th minute. And then Virgil van Dijk in the 90th minute as well. Um, and then you got the games today. Um, there is Arsenal and Wolves are playing right now. They're in the 83rd minute, and it's a 1-1 draw so far. Um, so yeah, hopefully Arsenal can hold on and take the win. Yeah, that would be a very that's a very interesting game as far as the standings go. Arsenal sits sixth, Wolves sit seventh. So that's a big one if Wolves can pull out just another goal, they'd be able to overtake both Arsenal and West Ham. If Arsenal get it, they'd be able to pull out of West Ham with just a single point. So a little bit of an interesting game going on right now. Um, last thing we'll cover in the Prem, uh, who do you think's the favorite in this league? Uh, that is a good question. Probably Manchester City, Liverpool, or Chelsea. I mean, that top three is very, very, very stacked. Um, I just bring up Liverpool as the second choice because of how they've stormed back. I mean, they're only six points behind Manchester City, but, I mean, Manchester City's won 20 of their 26 games, so... They're not, and they're not going to be stopping anytime soon. So, uh, any of those teams really, I see um, winning. Uh, but I'd put my money on Manchester City for sure, just yeah. because of how dominant they are. Yeah, I feel like we either the top two are like your super safe bets. I feel like Chelsea, if you're a betting man and you just kind of want to uh, throw some a punt out there, they're also maybe someone you could look at. But I really like how Liverpool's been playing recently. They got that 2-0 win against Inter in the Champions League. They've been playing some really good soccer recently, and I, I, I honestly think that they can overtake City. I know City has the lead. They have the point advantage. I just like how Liverpool's playing right now. I think they're playing um, good at the right time, and I think that they've got the cut of their jib going, and they can take the title this year. Uh, after a disappointing season last year. Uh, not much of a dark horse here, like I, I kind of said. I think Chelsea, if you really wanted one, would be that dark horse. They're the only third team in it. And they're still 13 points behind City for the title. As far as disappointments go, I really just look at two teams, and that's Leicester and Tottenham. Leicester sit 12th, 12th, and they made the Europa League last year. Uh, they currently have 27 points, 7 wins, 6 draws, 10 losses. You, you know what? I'm not even going to mention Tottenham. I think it's 
easily Le- Leicester now that I'm looking at it a little bit more in depth. I th- I think Leicester coming off of a Europa League berth, they should have at least been pushing in the top seven in there in twelfth. What are your thoughts on that? Um, most disappointing probably Tottenham. Um, because I know their fans expect a lot out of them. They have a lot of talent. Um, but just it's upsetting to see them lose and just be as bad as they have been. I mean, eighth place. I mean, it's not very good. And then the fact that you're 24 points behind Manchester City is very, very disappointing as well. Yeah. Uh, the next league we're going to hop on over to is the Bundesliga. Uh, I'll run through the table. Pat will do the scores. You got the format by now. We've been doing it for a little while now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, the Bundesliga, uh, Bayern Munich's at top of the table, 55 points. Dortmund second, 49 points. Bayer Leverkusen third, 41 points. A three-way tie for fourth place. I mean, goal difference separates them, but on points at least. Red Bull, Leipzig, Hoffenheim, and Freiburg all sit at 37 points apiece. Uh, Cologne? Cologne? Cologne. I, I call them Cologne. We'll go with Cologne. They sit at 35 in... 35 points at 7th, excuse me. Mines, 8th, 34 points, tied with Union Berlin at 9th with 34 points. And wrapping up the top 10 is Eintracht Frankfurt at 31 points. Head over, Sick. Head over, give us some scores from this past weekend, Pat. On Saturday, February 19th, um, Belfield took on Union Berlin. They won that game 1-0. Um, thanks to Messiah O. Okagawa um, scored in the 53rd minute. Um, Augsburg took on Freiburg, and Freiburg took the 2-1 win. And you had Nils Peterson and Nico Schlotterbeck. Nils scored in the 4th, and Nico scored in the 26th minute. And then Michael Gregorstich scored in the 16th minute, but that obviously was not enough because Augsburg lost. Then you had a 1-1 draw between Stuttgart and Bochum. Um, you had, for Stuttgart, you had uh, Armel Kotschop scored in, in the 56th minute off of an own goal. And then Edward Lowen scored in the 90th minute off of a penalty kick. Um, then Wolfsburg and Ho- Hoffenheim. Hoffenheim took the 2-1 win over Wolfsburg. Um, for Hoffenheim, you had Jacob Brun Larson scored in the 73rd minute, and Andre Kramer March scored in the 78th minute, and then Jonas Wind, which is a very cool name, um, scored in the 36th minute. Do you think he flies like the wind down the field? I think he does. Um, my girlfriend said that it could be wind, or it could be end, or it could be wid. Or we could just go with wind because it's fun. Yes. Oh, I forgot one game. Cologne and Frankfurt. How dare you. Sorry, Cologne. Shout out to Cologne fans. Um, they took the 1-0 win. Um, and um, Anthony Modest scored on the 84th minute. Let's head to Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Football Sunday. You had Bayern take down Gruther Firth on the 4-1 win. Bayern had Robert Lewandowski, a very one of the top players in the world, scored in the 46th and the 82nd minute. Sebastian Griesbeck in the 61 in the 61st minute off of an own goal, and Eric Maxim Chupo Moting, what a very long name, scored in the 90th minute. And then 
Branimir Hergoda for um, Grither first scored in the 42nd minute. Robert Lewandowski is doing all Roberts proud. Is he now? He is. He's easily one of my favorite players just off the name. Well, I'm very happy to hear about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dortmund took down Gladbach, um, but I'm pretty sure that was to be expected. Uh, Marco Roos, one of the best players in the world as well, scored in the 26th minute and the 81st minute. Daniel Malin scored in the 32nd minute. Uh, you had Marius Wolf scored in the 70th minute. Yusofa Mokuku scored in the 74th minute, and Emery Kahn. But I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Emery Khan. I'll go with that. Scoring the 90th minute off of a penalty kick for a total of a 6-0 win. And then Hertha and Red Bull Leipzig. Leipzig. Uh, you had Red Bull. They had Benjamin Henricks scored in the 20th minute. Christopher Nakunku scored in the 64th penalty or 64th minute off of a penalty kick. And then the 67th Minute, you had Danny Olmos, or in the 74th minute, Amadou Hedera, um, 81st minute, and Yusuf Polson in the 88th minute, and then Steven Jovetic in the 48th minute, and Mark Oliver Kempf in the 62nd minute, but it was a red card, which is very, very bad. Yeah, you can't be doing that. No, 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 no. And that's all we've got uh, for this for the Germans. For the Germans. Is it a German? As far as favorites go in this league, I feel like there's one team and one team that you can only name. Bayern Munich. Dortmund. Bayern Munich. Dortmund. Okay, you keep you keep drinking that Kool-Aid over there. They're probably my dark horse. Shout out to Cologne for having the best name in soccer. Yeah, and then as far as disappointments go, I think you've got to look the way of... Either Wolfsburg or Mönchengladbach. Wolfsburg, they made the Europa League and they sit in 12th. Kind of a similar situation as Leicester. They have 8 wins, 3 draws, and 12 losses. Kind of a little bit off the pace than what you would expect out of a Europa League team. Kind of just like I said with Leicester. Thoughts on a disappointment in the Bundesliga, Pat? I'm going to go with probably Cologne. Um, they're seventh place, thirty-five or they got thirty-five points. They're close to that four through six in the standings, but they've got never they got a negative two goal difference, so they gotta score a lot of goals to catch up. And I'm just sad because Cologne, I mean, they got the best name, so they deserve to be in a good spot, but they're not. That's fair. The next league we'll be hopping on over to is Italy in the Serie A. At the top, we have both the Milan teams, AC Milan and Inter. Go AC Milan! We have AC Milan and Inter Milan sitting first and second. AC Milan has 56 points. Inter Milan right on their heels at 54. Napoli at 53 in third. And Juventus at 47 in fourth. Atalanta or Atlanta, like we've been saying, you know, it's just the proper way to say it. Apparently, we're going to don't hate on me. Uh, they sit 5th with 44 points, Lazio 6th with 43 points, Fiorentina 7th with 42 points, AC, AS Roma excuse me, at 41 points in 8th, Hellas Verona has 37 points since it's in 9th, apparently I've 
put on a German accent for this. So the Germans. It's probably not appropriate, considering I should be putting on an Italian accent. Italian. No, 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 no. Very, um, very bad. I'm just going to stop with the accents before I get myself in trouble. Okay. And 10th is Trino with 33 points. Go through some scores for us, Pat. On Saturday, you had Sam Doria take down Empoli 2-0. Uh, in that game, you had Fabio Quag Elaria scored the 14th minute and the 29th mi- minute. Shout out to him for having a very cool name. AS Roma and Verona. Hey, that kind of rhymed. Uh, 2-2 draw. You had Christian Volpato score in the 65th minute and Idoria Idorado Bove scored in the 84th minute and Tonin Barak scored in the very only five minutes into the game. Very nice. Good for him. Then Adrian Tamaze in the 20th minute. And then Salarentina and AC Milan. I was very, very upset about this. It was a 2 2 draw. Uh, you had Federico Bonazzole. In the 29th minute. And then Milan. Huh, that's kind of ironic. Durek scored in the 72nd minute. And then Junior Messias scored in the 5th minute. And Ante Rebeck in the 77th minute. And then again, Sunday football. Forget about American football. International soccer is taken over. Well, American football is over. So we can focus on the international side now. What about Canadian football? Uh, no one talks about that. What about the USFL? Mm, doesn't exist. <laughs> Irrelevant. Failure. <laughs> Not going to happen. Failing after two weeks. You already here first. Keep going with some scores. Um, on Sunday, you had Fiorentina take down Atlanta. Sorry, Atlanta fans. 1-0. Um, no. um, Christoph Piatek with the goal, and he scored in the 56th minute. Venzia and Genoa, 1-1 draw. Um, Thomas Henry scored in the 13th minute, and Caleb Ecoband scored in the 29th minute. Inter Milan and Sassuolo. Sassuolo scored and two goals, and they won 2-0. No. Um, Giacomo wraps Dory, scored in the 8th minute, and Gianluca Skamaka scored in the 26th minute. And Yudin Ease and Lazio, 1 1 draw. Um, Gerard Dulofe scored in the 5th minute. And Felipe Anderson, we've said his name before, uh, he scored in the 45th minute. And then on Monday, 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 Monday night football, <laughs> you had Cagliari take down, or no, it was a draw, my bad. Uh, Napoli, 1 1. Uh, in that game, Gaston. Oh no, that's that's the best name we've said so far. Gaston. Gaston. <laughs> um, Pereiro, 58th minute is when he scored his goal, and then Victor Osimhain. Awesome Awesome uh, whatever. Uh, 87th minute. Uh, and then Baloney. That's what I call the team. Bunch of Baloney over there. <laughs> and then Spazia, um, 2-1 win for Baloney. I like Baloney. Shout out for that. I actually don't like Baloney. I don't either. I just like the name. That's fair. Just like the name Atlanta. That, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Marco Arnautovic um, scored in the 40th and 84th minute, and then Ray Manaj in the 11th minute. 
Uh, I'm going to say one thing. Sorry about my pronunciations. Uh, I don't really, I just, I honestly just go for it. And if it's wrong, it's wrong. And then with the names, I just say what I, what say what's on my heart and pronounce it however I want. So sorry for soccer fans who are diehards and maybe upset with me after this episode. It, it shall be okay. Plot twist. Pat's doing the table for the Spanish League. Ha ha. Oh boy. I'm going to do scores now. Oh boy. In the La Liga League, you have first place Real Madrid with 17 wins, 6 draws, 2 losses. They got 57 points and a goal difference of 31. Um, second, you have Sevilla. Uh, 14 wins, 9 draws, 2 losses, 51 points and a 20 goal difference. Real Batiste, 14 wins, 4 draws, 7 losses. Uh, 46 points and a 17 goal difference. Barcelona, you've heard their name before too. Uh, 11 wins, 9 draws, 4 losses, 42 points, and 14 goal difference. Atletico Madrid, 12 wins, 6 draws, 7 losses. They are tied with Barcelona for that 4th spot, but because of their goal difference, which is 11, they are in 5th. And then Vareal, uh 10 wins, 9 losses, Oh, no, 10 wins, 9 draws, 6 losses, 39 points, and a plus 18 goal difference. If they can score more points, they will move up into that fourth spot. Um, Real Sociedad, Real My Dad, <laughs> um, 10 wins, 8 draws, 6 losses. They got 38 points and a negative 1 goal difference. Athletic Club. Well, I'd hope they're athletic. I mean, they're soccer players. <laughs> it's Athletic Bilbao, but, you know. Eh, Athletic Club makes it is a better name. Okay. <laughs> uh, you got nine wins, ten draws, and six losses, plus eight goal difference and 37 points. Celta Vigo, you got eight wins, eight draws, and nine losses. They got 32 points and plus three goal difference. And then Osasuna. You got eight wins, eight draws, nine losses, 32 points, and a negative five goal difference. And then before I start La Liga scores, I would just like to interrupt and say that Arsenal took the game against Wolves and scored a 95th minute goal to take down Wolves and take fourth place in the Premier League. Just figured I'd throw that out there. Sick nasty, bro. Before I started the La Liga scores. So on Friday, Elche played Rayo Vallecano, I believe, and Guido Carrillo scored a 76th-minute goal for Elche, and Ezekiel Ponce scored their other goal in the 84th minute. Fran Garcia scored a 52-52-52nd-minute goal. Gosh, English uh, for Rayo Vallecano to make it two to one. On Saturday, you had a whole host of games. You had Villarreal play Granada. Uh, Villarreal took it 4-1. Arnott Danjuma scored three goals, including two penalties for Villarreal. And Moy Gomez scored a 96th-minute goal to make it 4-1. And the lone goal came from Luis Mia for Gran- Granada. Mamma Mia? Mamma Mia, Papa Pia. Spaghetti and meatballs. You get it. Atletico Madrid and Asasuno, <laughs> the next game on Saturday, Atletico Madrid won 3-0, as you would expect. 
Zhao Felix scored a third-minute goal. Luis Suarez, a 59th-minute goal. And Angel Correa scored an 89th-minute goal for Atletico Madrid. The next game was against was Cadiz against Getafe. Borja Mayoral scored a six-minute penalty for Getafe. Alvaro Negredo scored a 45th-minute goal for Cadiz to make it 1-1. Real Madrid played Alab... Al- Alaves, we're going to go with that, Alaves to win 3-0. Marco Asensio scored in the 63rd minute, Vinicius Jr. the 80th minute, and Karim Benzema the 90th minute to wrap up the Saturday games. Headed over into Sunday, Sunday football. Barcelona played Valencia, Barcelona won 4-1. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang scored a hat-trick. Frankie de Jong added a fourth for Barcelona and Valencia. Their lone goal came from Carlos Soler. Espanyol played Sevilla in a 1-1 draw. Uh, Sevilla's own, own solo goal came from Rafa Mir. And Espanyol's sole goal came from Sergi Darder. Uh, Real Betis played Mallorca and Betis won 2-1. Alex Moreno and William Jose won or had the goals for Batiste. Vedat Mariki had the sole goal for Mallorca. And the final game, Athletic Club against Real Sociedad. Athletic Club won 4-0. Danny Vivian had the first goal. Oyan Sanset had the second goal. And Yaki Williams, the third goal. And Iker Munian, the fourth goal. And on Monday, we just had the one game. Salta Vigo played Levante. Salta Vigo had Franco Servi score their own goal and Roger Marti, Levante goal in that draw. Take it on over to France for us, Pat. I'll take you to France. Oh, ho, 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 in Francais. Bonjour. Sure. Just yes. Yes. Uh, in the League 1 PSG. PSG, PSG, PSG. Uh, 18 wins, 5 draws, 2 losses, 59 points, 31, plus 31 goal difference. Marcel, 13 wins, 7 draws, 5 losses, uh, 46 points, and plus 17 goal difference. Nice. That is pretty nice. <laughs> that is very nice. Thank you, nice, uh, for having the best name. You know, I keep changing it, but nice is just s tier anyway 14 wins four draws seven losses 45 points and plus 16 goal difference strasbourg 12 wins six draws seven losses 42 points with a plus 17 goal difference stayed renee uh 12 wins four draws nine losses 40 points and a plus 24 goal difference a monaco monaco uh, 10 wins, 8 draws, 7 losses, 38 points, and plus 11 goal difference. Nante, Nante uh, 11 wins, 5 draws, 9 losses, 38 points, and a plus 5 goal difference. Uh, you got Lion in 8th place with 10 wins, 9 draws, 6 losses, 38 points, and a plus 3 goal difference. Rawr. Montpellier, you have... 11 wins, 4 draws, 10 losses, a 37 
points and a five goal difference. And then in 10th and final place, um, the disappointment of them all, Lens. What kind of lens? Your lens, Pat. You're wearing glasses right now. I am wearing glasses. I am completely blind in my left eye, so I kind of have to. Um, but we're not. Ta- we'll talk about my prescription in the <laughs> next episode. Yeah, it's a glasses appointment special, so make sure to tune in next week. Exciting stuff. Um, Ten wins, seven draws, eight losses. They got 37 points and a plus four goal difference. Um, I'm just going to, before you jump into the scores, who is your favorite for this, out of this table? Paris Saint-Germain. And Dark Horse? Nice. And Disappointment? Not on the top ten, Lil. They placed second. They might have even won the league last year. I think they might have won it, actually. And they're not even in the top ten. Lil Wayne? No, no. Lil. The baby? <laughs> Stop. Okay, let's get into the scores. We got uh, this, and then we'll be done for the day. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Lil, uh, they had the first game of the weekend on Friday. They drew nil-nil with Mets, not the New York Mets, as we're thinking. Just Mets with a Z on the end. Go Mets. Go Mets. They, they drew nil-nil. Very boring. In the upset of the weekend, Nantes took down PSG 3-1. Uh, the lone goal from PS- for PSG came from Neymar. Uh, the three goals for Nantes came from Randall, Colo, Muani, Quentin Merlin. Sounds like a, like old-time knight in the medieval times, if you ask me. Ludovic Blasse had the third goal for him. And then Lenz and Lion, Leon, but Lion's more fun, drew 1-1. Jonathan Claus, Santa Claus's brother, scored the long goal for Lenz. And the long goal for Leon came from Tino Cadewere. Excuse me if I didn't pronounce that right. We've been mispronouncing everything, but it's so much fun mispronouncing stuff. Yeah, we're having fun over here. Nice beat Angers, kind of the battle of the emotions right there. (laughs) (laughs) Nice versus Angers. Uh, Justin Clivert scored the long goal for Nice. Lorient and Montpellier, they played a game of soccer against each other, and Montpellier won 1-0. I'm glad they were playing soccer and not anything else. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be unfortunate if they weren't. Teji Saint-Vernay scored the long goal for Montpellier. Saint-Etienne and Strasbourg drew 2-2. Rayad Boudabouz scored one of the goals for Saint-Etienne, and Wabi Kazri scored the other. Habib Diallo and Lucas Perrin scored the two goals for Strasbourg. Reims and Brest drew 1-1. Uh, this on Sunday, Woot Faez scored the long goal from Reims, and Martin Satriano scored the long goal for Brest. Probably not said that way. Why are you flexing? <laughs> anyway, Rene played Troy's, and they won 4-1. Troy Bolton. No. Not Troy Bolton. Anyway... Seru Gurasi scored two goals for a day. Martin Terrier, another one, and Gaetain Laborde, the fourth. Ike Ugbo scored the long goal for Troy. 
Bordeaux and Monaco drew 1-1. Remy Odin scored the long goal for Bordeaux, and the long goal for Monaco was a own goal from Marcelo. I have a dog named Remy. Good for you, Pat. Good for you. <laughs> and lastly, Clermont Foot won 2-0 over Marseille. Mohamed Bayo and Jim Alevinas. Jim Halpert. No, Jim Alevina scored the two goals for Clearmont Foot. That is Clean all. Clean my foot. What did you just say? <laughs> Clean my foot. No, that, that's what it sounds like. Clearmont Foot. <laughs> Anyways, that was our soccer episode. For this week, we'll be back next week with a March Madness preview episode or in Pat's eyes, an eye doctor preview special. Look out for, in a couple weeks, NFL mock drafts. We have spent a lot of time into those, so you better enjoy it or we will be very sad. Bye-bye.